Hey, what's up? My name is DeAndre Kiera. And this is Natasha Amina. And you are tuned in to a new episode of Just Let It Glow Podcast. Our 40th episode? Is it 40? It's We're 40, 40 and fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> hey, with the old people saying. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like we just. 40 just, and fabulous. So, like we're doing We're this. aging gracefully. Honestly, you know, just coming by really quick. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like it's kind of scary. We looking real 22 out here. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. Listen. And I'm still, I feel like we still got, we still got a long way to go. A long, 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 long. <laughs> <laughs> How has your week been going? Um, It's been okay. You know, I just... um. Still dealing with, you know, my grandma mm-hmm. being in the hospital. She just got released on Sunday. Oh, I'm so happy to hear um, that. Yeah, so that's a good thing. Um, and I don't know. I just, um, well, you know, but I'll share. Uh, today I had my first therapy session. Yes, congratulations. Everything. Well, thank you for referring me to this particular um, counseling agency. I love the fact that it's. Uh, all African-American therapists. Mm-hmm. Um, but the therapist that I told to my this is my first day. And I didn't expect the thing she said, I have, I have homework and I'm excited about doing it. And like some of it, is, I had to do with my daughter. Oh, wow. Um, I loved it. So, yeah. And it's so crazy because I feel like I tried to squeeze, you know, give a brief synopsis of 36 years of my life. And an hour. Like, <laughs> right. And and not even really that. Yeah. You know? Um, and she at the end of everything I said picked up on exactly what I feel like the problems are with me. And I'm like, oh my God, I was it's such a it was such a relief. Uh, you in therapy, so I don't I'm know. I'm so you happy like you like you feel that way. Cause like, what was it like two episodes ago? And you were like, oh, you don't like when therapists talk to you like how you how you talk to clients. How to talk to clients? And I'm but like, she doesn't give yeah. me that. It's it's so. And mind you, she looks younger than me, by the way. But so when she first got on, I'm thinking, oh, oh man, shit. how old is she? <laughs> Um, not that that matters, but you know, when you're a little older, you just kind of like, uh, it's always, it's just what people do. Yeah. It's just a natural Mm -hmm. instinct. It's nothing personal, but, um, no, she, everything was very professional and I highly recommend her, even though it was on our, like I said, our first session. So, um, again, I you don't know, girl. That's, that's I'm so happy to hear that. I'm so you like, cannot I'm take with the, cheesing, yeah. cheesing right now. Like I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, like, I really, great. I really, really appreciate you referring me to them. So that, this is like one of the. This was like the best Christmas gift ever. That's <laughs> Merry it. Christmas! You, you gave it to me around there. There you go. Like Merry Christmas. You know. <laughs> that was the, that was the cheapest <laughs> gift I can give, <laughs> and the most profound. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's always people don't realize this. Those are the things that matters. The foundation. Exactly. So, um, I'm proud of I you. I'm so happy. Um, I've been good. I mean, you know, it snowed in Philly over the weekend. So I was yes, like man. cooped up in the house, bitch. Guess what I fucking watched? What? In <laughs> Canto. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the that's one of the things I gotta watch for my homework. 
I, I, I get it. With my daughter. I think it's That's such what, a great know. movie. It's such a great movie. I enjoyed it. I'm going to watch it again. And because we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> you know what? Malia was happy when I told her that she was part of my homework. And we, that was one of the movies that we had to watch uh, together. I love it. And um, she was like excited. I so, love it. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay, Miss Therapist. So you liked Encanto. Look, like, I'm going to watch that joint again. But I really <laughs> had a good weekend. Um, I got to like, I'm starting a, a fitness challenge started yesterday. So I was just binging on the little snacks I could still have, like enjoying myself. I was going to make snacks. Can you still have? Before I had to work out. <laughs> um, are you saying before? Yeah, no, I can't right. have no snacks now. Oh man. Girl, I was what does the fitness challenge look like? Um, it's just, we all, we working with a trainer twice a week working out with him and you put money up if you the biggest loser you get the money but either way you win it because you get to work with a trainer for very low cost two times a week so there we go wow so let y'all motivate me because i really need it Listen, I am first a of all, queen. I'm GoPuff. I'm DoorDash. I'm all of that <laughs> shit i will go to the store i and not only that a bitch can cook yeah, so really I really be like in here chefing it you up, be cooking all types of fucking ethnicities too. It don't just I just be American. Shit. Like the other day, <laughs> I fucking made. I had ground turkey and I made fucking jerk turkey teriyaki meatballs. It sounds disgusting, but <laughs> that shit was picture. fire. <laughs> it looks so good. I'm like, this girl be showing off all this. Mind you, I was on the phone with she my friend, and she was like, "Yo, you really be in there cooking, cooking." <laughs> I can't no real shit. Listen, really I do. can't eat corny food. I, that's the one thing. That's why I don't ever really want to say I'm on a diet because I can't eat corny food. Like I can't eat a corny way. piece of chicken mm-hmm. breast and some steamed broccoli and then walk out and be and call it a meal. I can't. I agree. I, agree. I know that you're supposed to eat for wellness and not for pleasure, but that's my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> my pleasure. You know what I mean? I gotta do what I gotta do. Or I'm gonna pick up another vice. <laughs> um, what was I about to ask you when you said about um working out two times a week? Oh God, I lost my train of thought when you talked about cooking. See, food just gets me all distracted. Just so excited. Well, how long is the challenge for? It's 28 days, so February. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And you can work out in between, I'm sure. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm working out like at the gym and stuff. I'm I'm going to. I haven't yet, but I'm gonna be working out at the gym and then like doing the workout with him. It would I, I say this. I, I haven't worked out in some months. Um yeah. and that joint he wasn't even drawing. I'm a I'm gonna be honest. I worked out with this trainer line, he's really great. But sometimes he come up with like real creative ass shit, and I be like, you know, do you see this body, <laughs> bro? I can't do it. But he really you didn't. Doing too much. He really didn't do that this time, and that shit whipped my ass. And I'm like, yo, if it's not even about weight, but like I can't go without working out. Like we were yeah. working out damn near like every day at one point. So yeah, we were very very dedicated at one point. Yeah, we were. It was doing- like a, part of our daily routine. Yeah, like you know, we were working out. It was just like part of our regimen, and it's yeah. back to being it's that way. right back there, right back mm-hmm. meal prepping or you know whatever it is that we do, and 
you know, fitness. You know what I did? What? I joined Weight Watchers. <laughs> I'm at the, <laughs> that so is your best friend. This is, I love doing, but this is what I do. And I'm so, like, it's just really lazy. I joined for the free trial. <laughs> I always sign up with a, um, a gift card or something that I know has no money on. And, <laughs> and so I just know how many points I have and what I'm allowed to eat. And like, so on a side note, they have this thing now, you know, where they have like free, like your free meals or whatever, where you don't have to count points. Mm-hmm. Why is brown rice and quinoa free for me? I don't know why, but it is. So uh-huh. I was like, oh, as long as I can have fucking rice, because I love yeah. rice. Like I eat rice every day. I'm like, okay, as long as I can have rice. Like today I put a little, um, what's that called? Like some Mexican boiling cubes that I had mm-hmm. in my rice water <laughs> and oh, made yeah. um I had ground turkey and onions and I had this turkey gravy and I just put that on top and it was good and like the gravy was like a point like it, it, that it sounds just, good you know, I'm like jealous because I know that rice isn't in my best interest uh, mind you I'm well, a pasta girl like I, I love it. pasta like I'll eat pasta yeah me too I love it like, I love pasta. I One thing, all right, I'll give up carbs. I really will. I will give up rice, bread, pasta. I am not eating dry food. I need a sauce. Oh, yeah. I don't I care if y'all gravy. talking about it's sugar yep. in it. I don't give a fuck. Me too. Give me a sauce. I'm the same way. I'm the same <laughs> Give me a sauce. Way. I'll eat the broccoli. I'll eat the cauliflower rice. I'll eat the chickpea pasta, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. I cannot eat dry food. I cannot. And I don't want the low fat, so I'm not getting, I'm going to get the regular Alfredo sauce that I normally use. I make my I'm going to get the regular switch. spaghetti sauce. Yeah, see, and there we go, the separation. So, <laughs> you always starting on me when it comes to the kitchen. You just I, had to throw I, that in there. I did. Oh, uh, oh, you buy yours? I did not know you did that. <laughs> I told you this before. You did the same, she said the same shit then. You said, oh, you buy it? Yes, DeAndre. I buy my Alfredo sauce, honey. I'm everybody's not you. <laughs> my friend Tanisha said this to me like a month ago. I said, I know you ain't using no jar. She said, bitch, ain't nobody got time to be making it from scratch. <laughs> Thank you. Whipping it up and shit, whipped cream. I ain't got time for it. Like, I ain't even open- got time for that shit, but you. I said, exactly. I said true. Exactly. True. <laughs> right. But no, I agree with you. Um, I will say though, one of, so I've been like hooked on these, um, the cauliflower, um, I forget what they call, but like the, the kind that you can fry, like the, like how cheesecake factories is. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I use this Asian it's, and everybody I noticed all these people on YouTube been using it and on TikTok lately. I don't, I guess it's new. I'm just a sauce girl. So I was just buy sauce. But anyway, it's like this Asian marinade, like this sesame chili something marinade right so it tastes real good with it when i scanned it for weight watchers it was 11 fucking points damn, for two tablespoons damn mind you i get 29 a day oh, and i was like <laughs> <laughs> you, i said oh i'll put that shit right back so even though there's other sauces there was only two points right i said 11 fucking points but you know why when i looked at the ingredients because i'm like well what's the difference between this one and this thai chili the first ingredient was high fructose corn syrup. Oh, yeah. It's that probably because you the color. I ain't going to tell you what I was about to suggest. I was not going to say well, that. I want to know what you about to I was suggest. just going to say, look what it is. Like, what's the main things in it? And you can, like, probably make it yourself. I don't mind doing it. I, you know, I just... 
um, made my own pickles, which are really good, by the way. Yes, you um, bragged about them the other day. <laughs> <laughs> and you talking about me with my fucking Alfredo sauce and you fucking making the- pickles. <laughs> Bitch, who makes pickles? <laughs> <laughs> I want to make hot sauce too. I have never I make hot sauce to anybody me. but you, and they'd be like, "Girl, I made me jars of pickles." <laughs> Everybody, like a whole, whole southern grandma. Like, okay, now you next, you gonna be like, "Oh yeah, I made pickled sausages, pickled days, <laughs> pickled pigs, just random shit, just pickling everything." Shut the fuck up! I'm the bubble gum for fucking pickles. Yeah, you just pickling everything. <laughs> but yeah, that was just you know the weekend and the rest of the week. And one of the other things we both did over the weekend was get into our girl Janet Jackson's documentary mm-hmm. that premiered mm-hmm. over the weekend on Lifetime. Did you? you yes. What did you think of it? I loved it. I, well, no, let me not lie. I felt like there was a lot missing. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish that she was a little bit more transparent. I feel like she gave us the surface Janet. Oh, you know, um, this is what I'm willing to share. And this is, oh, you're learning so much. And it's like, we're not really learning anything. Um, that I feel like most people that follow celebrity gossip mm-hmm. didn't already kind of know. Like everything she said, I already knew. Yeah. Like, did you feel like you learned anything new? Um, what did I learn new? I'm trying to think. What did I learn new? It was something that I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. So when they, this is what I didn't know that during the scream um video, that she did it because um at the time Michael Jackson had a whole lot of allegations and she wanted to mm-hmm. use that and her career was soaring. You know, and she felt like, oh, this will be because previously in the show, she was saying that she felt like there after I think the bad album with Michael Jackson, I think one of them albums, she said it was a shift in their relationship. Like they weren't bad or thriller. Yeah, one of the two. And she was saying like it was kind of a shift, like the love is there, of course, but she felt like as if they weren't as close or they would never be as close as they were when they were younger, you know? I hated hearing it. Yeah. I, I did not I like did. hearing it. I did too. Um, but during the screen tour, I mean screen, what the fuck, Bow Wow? During the screen video. <laughs> <laughs> during the screen. So during the screen video, um, she wasn't able so really, like, when they made the music and everything, they worked together, wrote the song together, recorded it together, you know? And that was great. Right. But once it was time to record the video, his, because um, it was going to be on his album, his uh, record label kind of got involved and they kind of made it more so a competition. They were trying to make her compete. And she's like, I'm not competing against my brother. But she, you know, he kind of... She felt a way about it and like he just went along with it, that type of thing. And she she just hated that because she was like, you know, it was such a good experience until the video shoot. You know, like she couldn't see right. him. They had him blocked off. He would record during the day and she was told to come at night. And I think mm. they only did the dance sequence together. So yeah. I felt bad about yeah. that because I can understand it. Like I I that's one of the things that is a I've told you before, comparing siblings to me is such a big pet peeve. I fucking hate it. 
Especially in um, famous, famous families. Yeah. Because I think it's very weird. Um, instead of just celebrating the fact that they, they're, you know, linear, linear, lineage, linear, lineage, linear, lineage. Lineage. <laughs> yeah. why do I want it to be linear? That's, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a different know. word. Y'all know I messed up. I'm- candelabra. <laughs> 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 You're never going to let that one go. It's but, candelabra. Um, <laughs> like, and I was, and, and the thing is I had my hand on my hip with that one and that Cardi B stance with that baby picture. Okay. Like, yeah, my mama told me that's how you pronounce it. Candelabra. But, like, um, Lineage, you said lineage. lineage, lineage. I don't, y'all know what I'm trying to say. Like, I feel like instead of so, like the Braxtons or whatever, right? Like, you know, I feel like, and I look at it, if it was me, I would be just happy that we all made it. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all, you know, doing something, we're all in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you know, it's unfortunate, but that's what people do. That's just what people do. And they I, I I hate when people do it with siblings, but to me I hate when people do it to children. Really. Yeah, I hate that. Like, I that hate that it. is like because it's it. like it's it's something where you like certain talent is not necessarily genetic. We all know mm-hmm. that. So, you know, me expecting Jay Z's son to rap like him is like, what? <laughs> like it's that's just that something so that may weird. not happen. Because to me, I was just telling my friend Allison this because we was somebody's son is like going to be a dentist or something like that i forgot it was a rapper's son like he's about to be a dentist and i was like uh-huh. i think it was jadakiss i think she was saying jadakiss son was in school to be um a dentist and she was like oh that's really dope you know what i mean but um yeah. i'm like yeah i just really wish that rappers kids celebrity children like I feel like I see this more with hip hop kids, like kids that grow up in hip hop, like they want to be in the music industry. And a part of me just be like, why you don't want to be like, you know, like an entertainment lawyer or something, right. a real estate something tycoon, else. a plastic right. surgeon to the star. Like you could do any fucking thing and you want to fucking right. rap. What are you rapping about? Rap comes from fucking, <laughs> you know, struggle, storytelling, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Storytelling that the masses can relate to. But then again, right. we got this shit that's out here now, and it's like, whatever. But yeah, that's what right. I learned new about Janet, was that they were in comparison with one another, and it wasn't as great. It was a beautiful video, and she, you know, still loved her brother, but the record mm-hmm. industry, the record label kind of tainted that for them, in her opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. And I learned that is Gina true. is a little um she's a little sneaky. She is a little <laughs> sneaky sneak. She is sneaky. Elaborate. So you know <laughs> I have been in these little blog things and things have come over the years. So allegedly, um at one point Jenna Jackson allegedly dated Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson and Bobby Brown um, also stated that they did it for a while. And I know from his mm-hmm. perspective, she kind of was just using him for sex and she didn't really want a relationship with him. She had a boyfriend, you know? Right. Um, so I was trying to see when... Eddie Murphy too. Eddie, and allegedly Eddie Murphy. So mm-hmm. in my opinion, I was just trying to figure... When she was going to talk, I knew she wasn't going to talk about those relationships because they're insignificant to her life story, right. you know? But right. 
I didn't peep that her first, her second husband, because she got married very um, young for like a year to James DeBarge, but her second husband, Renee, I don't know. I can't even think of it. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to try to say it and I forgot. (laughs) Aladondo. It was like, fill in the blank, y'all. I went blank. (laughs) Like, I don't know. But she married this guy, Renee. Um, She started dating him back during the Rhythm Nation days. And I said, hold up, Jenny. Your ass was fucking these niggas during the Rhythm Nation days. <laughs> Q-tip. Like, we talked about, like, like I don't understand I why he was him. on this documentary. Yeah. And y'all didn't elaborate on the fact they were this? together. And they I'm were like, together. I'm like, I really thought that he, she started dating bull, like, like between Poetic Justice and then like the Janet album, I swear I didn't know that she was dating him since Rhythm Nation. And I was like, you know what? I ain't gonna say she a cheater. I'm gonna say that they was in an open relationship. Because <laughs> a lot of things ain't that. I said, because that man had videotape for her for 20 years. You know, to me, he was on her ass like a. Uh, and then it went straight to Jermaine. You see how they just went straight to Jermaine? And I'm like, wait, hold up. We missing a lot of people. We missing a lot of <laughs> it's niggas. A, it's a lot of people that's fucking missing, but, but that, I yeah. guess they weren't significant to her. That's yeah, that's why I said that. I mean, I said this on Twitter, and I was like, you know, a part of me want her to discuss Bobby Brown because he really tried her in his little movie. But at the same time, it's like, look at Bobby Brown now. What the fuck is Janet Jason going to gain by talking about that shit? <laughs> That's so true. Like, so what is she going to gain from talking about that? Like, why would she add, like, data? And then all of a sudden, he got 20 fucking interviews about some shit that happened 40 years ago. Like, nobody cares. Right. Nobody right. cares. But That's Janet, true. you know, I feel like I always say this on Janet Appreciation Day. If you really don't understand the impact of Janet Jackson, I would say watch this documentary. Really, really get into it. She's really phenomenal and mm-hmm. um if you want to see like how many stars she's affected and all of that i would say look at the mtv icon awards definitely look at mm-hmm. that and then you know mm-hmm. i don't care what you're talking about Janet. it's still fucking ju- fuck justin simberlake to me i agree I, i'm so glad because <laughs> i was on the same wave i said oh i don't know what she's talking about <laughs> Just talking about trying to do that little PR answer. Oh, we're friends. I was thinking, bitch, you probably talked to him in years. You just trying to be, you know, politically correct, industry correct. Janet, at the end of the day, fuck Justin. He left you out to dry. And I see y'all kind of skated around that. And I understand to me, Janet has always been um known for being anti-drama. Mm-hmm. Like she's not somebody that openly has spoken against a lot of things like um that's the other thing that i thought that they may touch on but i kind of assumed they wouldn't when michael died how it was all those rumors going out about her in paris and oh i mean me and allison said that too i was like well they're not gonna touch on that at all like that allegedly she um had to go over there and put pause on paris yeah it was like i didn't expect her to get into that but at least just kind of brushed the surface like you know I did try to, you know, come in and, and you know, um, you know, take control of my niece and nephew. And it, it was just a lot of, I was met with a lot of resistance and, you know, or just something general, well, yeah, but you didn't even touch yeah, it. Yeah, because it was alleged that the little bitch put her hands on Miss Catherine. And no matter, 
Uh-huh. Cause Catherine was born with a motherfucking limp. You don't put your hands on her, and that's your grandmother, bitch. That's your grandma. Like, your so old I, I gotta, is grandma. I got a whole thought about that, but I'm not. You know, I, I'll just say, you know, people that know better do better, and mm-hmm. I, I can't go where I want. I'm, I'm gonna leave it right there, too, because <laughs> I, I want it. I, 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 I've said some things off the, on the phone with my good sis, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed it. I, you know, I love me to some Janet Jackson. I grew up listening to her. Like my mom is a big fan. Them two albums that didn't mm-hmm. sell, my mama said she had them and she had her hair cut like Janet. <laughs> <laughs> she said, so my, my mama put me on the Janet and she too. said, <laughs> she said, oh, Kiara, it was sharp. <laughs> she said, I cut you my hair. Her her it hair. was sharp. Just like Janet. <laughs> she said that 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 um record when she was in the pool, I had that on my wall. I love me some Janet. So when ever Miss Janet wanna go back on so I gotta take my girl. Yeah, I, I told you that was my first concert ever. Oh, which one you went my to? My mom had took me. Um oh was man. it Velvet? I would Rose? just know by my by my age. I was like maybe nine. So let's like. Mm, what songs do you remember? Nineteen ninety something. What songs do you remember her performing? Um, I honest all of them. Like you can't really ask me that, Deandre. Did she get somebody in lip dance? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't. To be honest, she just I don't want us to know because she don't want to be dated. I swear. To, <laughs> no, I swear to God, I don't remember that. But I know that she was singing all of her songs. It, Whatever I gotta look it up. Whatever can I ask my mom? What's I gotta ask, what you say like I don't remember, Dion. I really don't remember. I just know that I was very <laughs> happy. It was my first concert, so it was so much going on. You just and, excited, you know. I was just happy to be there, and then like it's not like my mom had you know the best seat, right? <laughs> but you no were shame. in there. That's all that fucking matters. That's <laughs> I like, was there. Like. I was in that bitch. Where was you? <laughs> Can I say I seen Jenna Jackson? No. <laughs> Exactly. I, I just remember TV. after a while I was tired. I was sleepy and shit because it was late. You know, concerts mm-hmm. go for a long time, child. And I was tired. I think I had school the next day, but Faye took my ass. We was at them. I know that's right. Bed. That is funny. That is literally hilarious. And I can that's see like you and Malia doing that, going to see Beyonce and taking her ass to school the next day. <laughs> I damn sure would in a heartbeat. I would do it in a heartbeat. Uh-huh. Like I would take her to see Janet. No, I like to me, right. that's important for our younger kids to know, you know, the impact of, you, you know, the previous to. generations. Like, she's a fucking icon. Like, there is no... And to watch... But I will say the one thing that I really did learn, outside of what you said, because I agree with that, the Scream thing, too. I didn't really know all of the details but um come to the conflict with her and Michael. But the other thing is watching her growth and seeing like how like you know they show like her first little single whatever and it was just I'm thinking I never heard this song before and then you know then they show the progression and you know how it was like she when she went on the uh I think she when she went to the bad concert mm-hmm. and she was saying how she kind of took notes from that and I was like that mm-hmm. is so nice to see like oh let me see what my brother doing and da 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 all right now now I'm in control. 
let me, you know, be a part of this writing process. And I'm about to put the, like, I'm about to, I'm calling these, you know, Jimmy Jam and all of them. What's up? Like, I want to do this, that, and the third. And then they just made fucking Magic. beautiful music. And like, I didn't know she wrote as much as she did. And I feel like me people neither. need that's to another put thing. more respect on her name as far as that. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if she's in the um, Songwriters Hall of Fame. I know she's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but she should be, the songs that she wrote on, it's such a huge impact. I feel like she should be in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. And um, if not, I'll make a Jan Stan page. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll start harassing the ASCAP Awards and all of that. Like, give my girl her things. But I definitely highly recommend everybody to watch that. I feel like you can't say you're a real fan of music. Don't argue. It's just to me, don't argue with music about me if you didn't know certain things. If you don't know or understand who Janet Jackson is, her impact, the fact that Mamas is about, what, 55, 56, and can mm. fucking outdance all you bitches. I was, I, she damn sure, first of all, that's the workout. And the bitch damn sure can do it past me. Run oh, honey. Like Whoopi <laughs> Goldberg said it. I mean, having a baby at 50 doesn't sound ideal to anybody because... You know, you got to chase after that baby. You can run slow. She said, mm-hmm. but Jenna is in shape. <laughs> she can run fast. So she's good. Yeah. But yeah, definitely recommend you guys watching that. Oh, that's another thing too. Just real fast. I didn't like how they didn't touch on him at all. The baby father. So They didn't touch on that at all. All right. All. That's what I meant to say too. The reason I think she not as transparent is probably she would be had she recorded this like this year or last year was because this was when she was still married. I mean, she's still married now, but this was recorded prior to the pandemic. So I think she was still in the relationship. You get what I'm saying? You would think that he would at least just been on it. She said, like, even in a good way. Yeah, I don't know. She probably said, ha ha, hoo hoo, think you get your money too. <laughs> <laughs> no, she probably said, I ain't saying nothing. I ain't talking about none of these niggas no more. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Um, I totally get it. But yeah, that was surprising. Also, um, just real quick, because we are running over, but I yeah, want to say that. Um, she was a lot more emotional when talking about Michael's death than she was her father's. Yeah. But I will say, I think it's because one, her dad was 89. And then two, I feel like it was hard to show love for him because he didn't really require that out of them. Right. You know, like, that's true. So it's like if you always detach, then you kind of don't have a space to be vulnerable there, you know? Wait, I'm sorry. That's true. I know you being serious. That's... <laughs> what? What did I say? No, I'm just, you made me think of something. Cause I, <laughs> so when they showed him talking, oh God, like the last clip before they they cut to him passing away. I was thinking, I said, wait, he passed away right to myself, right? But as they was talking to him, I said, why did they let Joe walk around with them damn tattoo eyebrows? <laughs> I was said, really upset about that. Said, that's what the fuck he wanted. And I think... Um, I was really upset. Well, about you know, that. he he had cancer. So it was probably because of the okay. chemo he didn't have eyebrows. 
again, DeAndra, I feel like, you know, I, it was just, and it was the way it was done. You like, know, I said, then, who shaped them out? They look like um, <laughs> making good old eyebrows before she started getting <laughs> microbladed the right way. Uh, I said, now, Bob, if that was, I'd be like, Daddy, I'm sorry, but I can't let you You go better not call that man Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's true. I Joseph. forgot. You know, that's a whole. Well, Bob, maybe that's why they couldn't say nothing, child. Now that you said that, maybe that's why they they knew better than Sorry, even try to know, know. say nothing. Shit hood. But um, <laughs> so let's get into the next topic. Okay. All right, um, uh, Rihanna's pregnant. Congrats! She is finally y'all finally, finally got it right. <laughs> y'all finally uh, got it right. Mister Game went for four guesses. years, and y'all finally <laughs> nailed it this time. And this time, she actually looked skinnier than before. <laughs> All the other yeah. times, y'all asked thought she was pregnant, but she looks great. Yeah. She looks like she's glowing. She looks happy. Um, she's yeah. married. I mean, she, she's having a baby with ASAP. I think that would be a gorgeous baby. He's beautiful. And people keep saying that. He has such I just great... Know, hopefully it's a, a healthy baby. Yeah. yeah. And I hope that his colorism and all of that weird stuff has is a thing of the past. <sighs> that's, that's the other place I was about to go. <laughs> but I'm going to let her bask because that is a we beautiful trust man. Her, I trust her judgment. I trust her right. judgment. I think that he is, a, like I said, his features are phenomenal. Like, you know how, like, there's pretty men. Like, oh, he's a pretty boy, right? But, like, yeah. ASAP is strikingly beautiful. Like, he has great features. Y'all, you think so? Yes, he has great features. But he don't look like no bitch. Because, you know, when people be like, oh, that is a beautiful man or that this is a pretty boy. They they kind of be bitch looking. He was rated that, wasn't he? He was like like uh, some magazine yeah. declared him like the most pretty or he. Some, it was a feminine term to use, but anyway, like he has just man. he he could have been a model. Like he has really great features, and you know she's gorgeous. So that yeah. that is listen. I I see you, Riri. I know why yeah, you did this. Yeah. You ready? And you said this nigga fine. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he not corny. Like, he don't carry himself yeah. like a drink. See, I don't know nothing about him, to be totally yeah, he, honest. He I just street. know him from really dating her. Yeah. That's, oh, I really? didn't know much about him before. Yeah, I, you know, showing my age. <laughs> but I didn't really <laughs> pay much attention to him. Honestly, for years, I always thought him and Travis Scott was the same person. No, like, I it wasn't until you could put comparisons. That. Yeah, because it's but just people it's I like, just don't pay attention just ASAP to. is the beautiful one. And then, you know, there's <laughs> Travis Scott. <laughs> Everybody say it's the generic. Person. Yeah, he's giving very much great value. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but no, they are an attractive couple. I hope that she has a, a very healthy baby. Um, I always had this thing where if I was a celebrity and I was pregnant, I would hate, hate being a celebrity because they're going to pick your baby apart. They I are just going to pick when, your baby apart. I just think that's some sick ass shit. I really people are the people are sick. I just, yeah, I, that's the thing that I think you would only have to think of it that way. Is that people are really sick and weird. And yeah. they thrive off of, you know, hurting, messing up somebody else's day. Or because as soon as you respond, they like, oh my gosh, he said something. Da, 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 da. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Fuck these weirdos. Yeah. That child is going to be gorgeous. It, 
either way you go. All children are beautiful, right. but you know. Yeah, that's how I look at it. All children are All beautiful. children are as beautiful. As long as it's a healthy baby. But that one right there. You know. <laughs> it's going to be. Definitely is going to dress very nice. Yeah, for sure. And um, mm-hmm. also, it's can we not do this, y'all? Can y'all not see those pregnancy pictures and then put up quotes about how you have to wait your turn for the right? Y'all don't know if he the right one. Y'all don't know shit about their relationship. Like, A-O. don't do that. Don't A-O. romanticize their relationship. Stop doing it. Because you're like, all of a sudden, I've seen all these quotes like, oh, when a man properly loves you, you'll know. And shut the fuck up. She could have just right. been fucking. <laughs> she just- <laughs> Like, right. we didn't see. I seen somebody say he manifested her because sure he had mentioned her in a song years ago. I'm like, niggas drop memes in a song every day, bitch. <laughs> it's like the Holy Trinity. It's like, who the fuck don't want to fuck with Beyonce, Rihanna, and Nicki Minaj? Right, like, right. Like, I mean, come on. Bitch. Niggas drop more in London name a lot. Yeah. Like, it'd be bitch, all I'm types of the same uh, Oprah, and she's going to hopefully Oprah trick on me. <laughs> Since we talking drop Oprah name on this Oprah trick on me please. right <laughs> y'all just be fantasizing and shit he manifested yeah, y'all just be trying to use that to push your own businesses that's all it is like, like girl like up. you really believe that like you really believe they were that. fucking it just, it just happened <laughs> right like okay they had, it just so happened have y'all seen like I've heard that he got a little you know slam slam it so well, you can tell because yeah. the way he shaped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you, know, you, can yeah, you know, I I can see how players fuck up too, Riri. It is what it is. <laughs> Don't let these people fantasize and make you think you gotta stay or that this is such right. a beautiful... Like, shut the fuck up. Y'all don't know shit about their relationship. At fucking all, take a quote. Like very discreet. Take a motherfucking quote and post the your maternity pictures of you and your baby father. <laughs> take your fucking maternity and put that quote on your motherfucking picture and let's see. Cause y'all it's annoying. just weird anyway to to look at somebody from the outside and assume that because we're celebrities and we take nice pictures that everything is I'm gonna tell y'all um, all peaches and cream. I'm gonna tell y'all this right now. If I pop up pregnant, it don't fantasize it like it's it's just because I filmed the one. Some shit happened right. and the bitch too old to be down on Cherry Street. <laughs> <laughs> or you could have found the one. So I'm gonna say if that's it, I'm gonna say it before I get pregnant or before I announce my pregnancy. <laughs> if I don't say it before then, it's the latter. <laughs> I just got caught up. <laughs> a bitch got caught in, and, you know, she gets to it's at a certain point, it's just like <laughs> let me be responsible. <laughs> but I, I don't think I'm nowhere near that age yet. But <laughs> Just don't. I had told Malia she wasn't playing. She got offended. <laughs> she said that was so rude. I said, "Well, shit happens." Like, what do you? What you want me to give you this fairy tale version of things? Say, like, um, said we black girl. I'm not famous. Like, I'm not playing Malia, shit like this. Look at your family tree. <laughs> Nobody's playing. I was about to say. I said, "You think I'm the fuck here on purpose?" <laughs> Nobody. Nobody would choose to be broke and have children <laughs> on purpose. No. Okay, do you see where we live at? You think I wanted this for you? You think I was nickel and diamond or what? <laughs> yo, we don't take that. Yo, let's go. Let's go. 
<laughs> but no, so talking about, um, you know, looking at people's exteriors mm-hmm. and assuming that they have such this beautiful life. Um, I don't want to mess her name up, so I want you to say her name. Okay. Um, unfortunately, over the weekend, um, pageant um, queen and extra TV host, Chesley Chris, um, unfortunately decided to... I want to say it nicely, but like she committed suicide and she jumped from a, um, her building, like her apartment building and passed away Sunday morning. And, um, yeah, Natasha has the article. I really didn't. I think think that's why you threw me the oot. (laughs) I definitely did. I just, I was just looking at the song. What's wrong with you? Why did you throw me an (laughs) oot? I thought you had the article. I said you'd read it. Yeah. I got it. Do you? Yes. Chesley Christ, an extra correspondent and former Miss USA, has died at the age of 30. According to the New York Post, it was a death by suicide. She is said to have leaped to her death from her midterm high rise sun- Sunday. Shortly before her passing, she posted on Instagram, May this day bring you rest in peace. See you next slide. Oh. Her family said in a statement, in devastation and great sorrow, we share the passing of our beloved Chesley. Her great light was one of the inspired others, is one that inspired others around the world with her beauty and strength. She cared, she loved, she laughed, and she shined. Chesley embodied love and served others, whether through her work as an attorney fighting for social justice, as Miss USA, and as a host on Extra. But most importantly, as a daughter, sister, friend, mentor, and colleague, we know her impact will live on. Sources say that the 2019 pageant winner and 30-year-old lawyer reportedly left behind a note saying that she wanted to leave everything to her mother. We send our condolences, and we're going to say this as well. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is at 1-800-273-8255. All right? And that's really sad. That made me sad. It made me sad when I see I didn't, you know, I don't watch extra and I don't follow, you know, pageant stuff anymore. But that's really sad because, I mean, she's pretty much my age. And um, also what was really cryptic to me was that I'm always on TikTok. Like, I'm always watching. I don't post on TikTok. I just watch videos. Yeah. I have never seen any of her videos. Mind you, I follow law things a lot of the times. And... Suddenly, after the announcement of her death, like TikTok was just pushing her through the algorithm and all her videos just kept popping up. And I feel so terrible because she looks so happy and joyful and, you know, full of life and full of opportunities and everything. But it's like you don't really know the internal battle that people really go through. It's so true. And a lot of times people... There's a lot that takes to get them through the day. And that's why one of the things I always say, and I say this because of the work that we're in, is that whenever I meet people, I always treat them with decency and respect and try to like be kind mm-hmm. because I don't know how much it took for them to get up, walk through the world, wash up, come meet me. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yep. how many times have you helped somebody and they cried and just been like, "Thank, thank you, you so much. for being nice, mm-hmm. prayed for you, 
Like, God bless you. you know? It happens all the time. And, yeah, or they'll be like, thank you for listening. Or thank you for just being nice. Like, you're just a nice person. And it's like, that right. literally takes nothing. You know? Yeah. And to, it goes a long way. And then I just feel like the next time like, you write, like, a troll message or anything on somebody's page, just remember, you don't know what the fuck they are going through behind that Instagram picture. It's so true. So. It's so true. And it's so ironic well, she knew what she was doing when she wrote Rest and Peace. Yeah, obviously, um, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, but I, it's just um, the fact that you even played on that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I think the video that you had sent me, I think it was you that had sent me that video of the girl on TikTok talking about mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. and saying like, oh, she woke, woke up at 6.45 every day and this happened at like 7.13. So like she was like up for like a half an hour before she did it. Mm-hmm. Like she literally woke up and just said like, okay. This is know. the best I could do for myself right now. You know, to it's think, and then she said like she do that morning routine every day to keep her... um mental going like it's good for her mental health it's it's good to keep her day going and you know a lot of people suggest that that's something I definitely want to do just to create a morning routine just to you know and to think like you know she was trying you know it's just sad yeah and I know that I've seen a quote that she had said um I forget what article I read where they were talking. Of course, I'm paraphrasing, but it was saying something like um, she was saying, you know, the world kind of like projects these things that you need and want and makes you want to obtain it. And then once you obtain it, though, you you still have like this emptiness inside mm-hmm. um, and just trying to like basically saying like it's like this vicious cycle of like, you know, um trying to please other people and doing what you think is going to bring you happiness. And then when you obtain it, it it does not bring you happiness. And I, that kind of resonated with me a lot. And I'm like, you know, cause I feel like it's so many things that I put, used to put stock into that is so um, far from what mm-hmm. my real happiness is. And I think a lot of people don't even know what makes them happy. Right. Most of us know what, we think it's supposed to make us happy because most of us are either on like survival mode. So like you just be like, well, if I had a million dollars, it's like, do you really want a million dollars because more money, more problems? Or did you, do you really just want to not have to worry about paying your regular everyday bills in life? You don't want to have to struggle to pay basic life necessities. You know what I mean? Do you want to just be able to get up every day and do whatever the fuck you want? People always talk about your, ideal job everybody don't want to work and that's okay mm-hmm. like I, my ideal job is not having the fucking exactly. job <laughs> just doing whatever the fuck I want to do every single day spending time with my family you know going on vacation because those are the, the those are the minute things um to me that's that's bigger than those things that society puts in front of us the fact that she was 30 and she accomplished all of yeah. this at 30 by 30 like by 30 you're a lawyer you're miss usa you are a television correspondent it's a lot so mm-hmm. i think that's also one of those things where you have to learn to take a little time out for you and yep. when people be like oh you know they team no sleep and grind and da, 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 da. you got all these hours in day get do work and be productive during these hours and sometimes you don't have to do that 
You mm-hmm. know, sometimes you have to take time out to like really rest and relax. So I'm really sorry that yeah. happened. And, you know, prayers to her family and anyone that has had those thoughts or know someone like I pray for you and definitely, definitely. you know, utilize the suicide hotline and their website and really you know before you ever make that decision just try to you know help is there in an instant yeah, definitely. you know definitely so. even if you just committing yourself to a hospital yeah sometimes mm-hmm. you know i've heard stories about suicide hotlines too child like it, it's always an alternative you can always just like I, you know just show they up have to the to hospital you. yeah i feel like i'm gonna hurt myself that's that's it yeah mm-hmm. like just just leave it at that um, so yeah, I, I agree, you know, prayers to her family and anybody that's struggling with that. Cause I've struggled with depression. I do struggle with it. And the way that I feel on a small scale and not even thinking it, um, I've said this to you before. I don't know if other people that may be listening, they have, may have been diagnosed with depression. I was diagnosed about two and a half years ago now, I want to say, or two years. Um, it's, I don't ever, I haven't ever felt that extreme, but I understand if it kept going, like mm-hmm. mine comes and goes in waves. If I felt like that every single day, mm-hmm. I totally get it. And and I feel like, you know, a lot of people judge and they, you know, say, oh, it's selfish and this stuff, but you're, cause you're not living, you don't understand. It's literally a weight on you every single day. It takes so much to show up. Mm-hmm. It takes so much. And people will never, they don't experience it and are ignorant and want to remain ignorant will never understand mm-hmm. it. So, and and true, you know, like you said, be remain ignorant. Because ignorance isn't a negative thing. You just don't know. But when you refuse to know, that's where AP comes, you know, negative. Yeah. But yeah, so Definitely. prayers to her, her family. So sorry to hear that. But um, yeah. let's go into the throwback. You think we got time for that? I thought we should just go to the globe. Child. All right, let's <laughs> go on here to the globe. I mean, we could do that. No, no. It's up to no, you. No. <laughs> we can go ahead. Right. I, I didn't even look. We can go right to the globe. Okay. <laughs> what is it this week? It is. Um, so healthy you were talking about healthy confrontations. Mm-hmm. Healthy confrontations. And the reason I brought that up, because I've been watching reality TV a lot. And I watched this show um called Women Lady Selling Atlanta or something like that. Where what is Ladies that? Listed I see- Atlanta. Yeah, it's on own. It's on own. And okay, one of the I'm things that aggravated me was um that they didn't know that one person, it was a couple of people that were trying to have a healthy confrontation. And it was one girl, well, they were, someone, the the person that had an issue tried to confront someone else. And they were talking and they were, you know, they didn't agree, but they weren't yelling at each other. And Mm -hmm. they were having their own side issue. And then someone else who had another issue with the, with one of the same people jumped in and was just like, and it was very petty and it was very nasty and when it was trying to deflect and well, someone was trying to change gears, it kept a friend of, all right, so I'm going to just say the girl's names. So this girl named Kiana and this girl named, lady named Robin, right? They were going back and forth about a business deal that was going back. Then um, another woman named Kira 
jumped in it and started speaking to Robin about issues she had with her. So now Robin felt attacked. Like, okay, so y'all plan to gang up on me with this. You know, Mm -hmm. and her best friend, Crystal, decided instead of um, diffuse the situation, she looked at her friend and said, well, you need to just let them talk. And she was like, I don't need to let them talk because they're ganging up on me. And her friend kept saying, calm down because you're triggered. You know? Oh. And she got more irate, more upset and said, stop fucking saying that. Her friend said this. Her own friend. friend. So now three people ganging up on me. It felt like three people. When, you know, in my head, I'm like, this could have just been a a one-on-one conversation because the other girl, Kara, her issue was like, very immature and she was coming at her and was saying very nasty things and she thought that she was just being and people have this thing like i'm just being real i'm just saying how i feel and it's and that is one of the things that made me want to go back on to healthy confrontations because what you think is being real a lot of times is nasty mm-hmm. you saying yeah. stuff and you saying it to be nasty you jumping in you know, one thing with me, I don't need a bunch of people jumping on anybody and going ahead and saying all of their problems with them. That's fucked up. Nobody wants to hear that shit. Right. Mm-hmm. If I say I have a problem, if I'm talking to somebody and I'm like, well, this is my issue, blah, blah, blah. First of all, I like to do stuff one-on-one, but should me it be too. in a group mm-hmm. setting and we, everybody's like, oh, let's, you know, talk. I'm going to, I don't need nobody else. I'm a, I'm a bow out as soon as somebody else start talking they, they shit. And yeah. I'm going a, I'm to a redirect yeah. it because I don't like that gang up shit. I Me don't like that. Child. And yeah. I don't like the, the nastiness behind people where it's because you want to get something off your chest that hurts you. And one thing what I try to understand is I may be hurt about something somebody did, but I'm going to always give them the chance to let me know that maybe, you know, that wasn't their intentions. Maybe they read the situation. Maybe I did something to them and they were reacting to me. Like, there's so many things by just keeping calm and speaking to people yeah. how you want to be spoken to. You know, what do you think? Yeah. No, I when you were starting to tell the story and you started off, I was going to ask, um, was it... I, like I only feel like it's um, a, um, negative if it's more, if it was more people in attendance. I don't like I don't like a show. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not a person. Don't don't put on the show. Don't. Mm-hmm. If me and you have an issue, like you said, I'm all about a one on one. Like let's have a conversation privately. I don't need people putting a little two cents in it because then now you you're going to automatically feel like you're going to be on the defense because now okay you coming at me you coming at me you coming at me I, I, you know it's either fight or flight so either i'm going to walk away from the conversation or now i'm going to get defensive and combative mm-hmm. and now either way it doesn't resolve anything i agree um you know i just but from, i've noticed though a lot of people um like to do that and it's very immature to me mm-hmm. it's very i you know if somebody's having a conversation to me it lets me know if you couldn't wait and have your conversation have your issue later on that you wanted that person to feel mm-hmm. and you weren't really trying to resolve the issue you really just wanted to come at this person mm-hmm. like oh because we all have a problem with you and you know what it looks like it doesn't look good it can look like that y'all had this conversation beforehand it was planned yep. it can look a lot of ways you know what i mean and i feel like that was the intent. like it's a plan like, i just 
And right. I think, and when you said yeah. that, oh, go ahead. I'm no, I, go ahead. No, I was just going to say when you talked about um, the person being, you know, very, I would assume blunt and saying that's just the way they are. That's just and, how I feel. You know, I'm just that's being just honest, how, you know, to me, it's all, we all know there is a healthy way to deliver that you don't like something or that you're not satisfied with a person or even saying something that somebody might be offended by. Mm -hmm. That can be the truth. That doesn't have to be hurtful. If you're an adult, your vocabulary should be extensive enough that you can, you know, learn how to communicate without going real left where I'm going to want to be chased. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because then if I said my reaction was to just punch you in your face, then I'm being real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now we're really not exactly and that'd be the first thing they say don't put your hands <laughs> on anybody and it's like you're disrespectful and i think that's right. one of the worst things you can do and confront because i feel like you i feel like confrontation is healthy right like right. you not confrontating you know having not being non-confrontational is very unhealthy right because you just keep letting shit happen and shit happen and shit happen and shit happen you're not speaking up for yourself but being nasty is the problem, <laughs> you know? Confrontation uh -huh. itself is not the problem, you know? If exactly. your job fucked your money up, are you cursing everybody the fuck out? No, you're going to send an email and say, hey, because this happened to me before. Hey, I don't know what happened, but here are some solutions. What can we do, you know? And right. that's exactly. what you do because you want to keep your job. So if you're confronting a loved one or a friend or um, a spouse, you have to think before you even confront them, do you even want the relationship? Right. Do you want do this you relationship or did you, are you walking into it ready for a fight? Yeah. Some people just want to just get that shit off their chest. Yeah. If, it. it's, if it's going to come down to it, you confronting them and then you don't want to talk to them ever again, the fuck are you confronting them for? Exactly. If you like, want to go in there like, the oh, I can take it either know. way. We can either be cool or not. Then you don't want to be friends with them. Me or you don't want to be in a relationship. You don't want to be have any familiar, you know, relations. Me personally, right. if I'm going to confront somebody, I'm going to always give them respect. Because they didn't yeah, walk into it so like, far. sorry, they didn't walk into it like, oh, hey, you know. Let's, oh, when I say, oh, let's get together and talk, they don't think like, oh, yeah, we're going to come to fight. <laughs> like, no. Right. They didn't right. know what the hell I was going to bring up. I'm always right. say, hey, you know, this is this has been bothering me. I'm not really sure, you know, what was your intentions, but this is the outcome for me. This is how I right. felt about it. And, you know, I didn't like that. That's all you have yeah. to say. And if they dismiss you, I feel like that is also another issue. Not just how you bring it to them, but how uh, the other person receives it. So when you're on the receiving end, sometimes you just have to listen to what the person is saying. If they're being honest and they're talking for their truth and they're not being disrespectful, you can always understand that, okay, I didn't know that that bothered you. I'm sorry about that. Wow. And I think that's a the thing. Your, other people's reaction is why people get so nervous about confrontation. Yeah, but you know what? I think, too, um, sometimes people already kind of play out in their head mm -hmm. how is how you're going to react. 
Mm-hmm. And they go through these different scenarios like, okay, so as I know she better not say this or, you know, she probably act like this. And then if I don't fit into the narrative that you created in your head, now you mad at me. It, and it could be, it could have started off as a healthy conversation mm-hmm. and you could have came at me diplomatically. And that's, a, that's another thing. Like even, you know, with confronting somebody, don't assume you know how they want to respond to yeah. it because they could be nasty and they're, they might not even, they might be good with you. Like, mm-hmm. you know what? I don't even want to talk. I, it's nothing. Like, what are we talking about? I don't even like how, you know, Mary uh, Cosby did Crosby did to that mm-hmm. uh, girl Whitney or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> on uh, which on um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And she's like, all right, well, what are we talking for? And you could tell she felt like, like, oh, wow. Babe. Like, she was so offended because you didn't expect her to react that way. And everybody's acting like, oh, my God, why are you responding that way? Why the fuck are you assuming I was going to respond the way that y'all wanted to me, me to respond? I can respond however I want to. When you took that chance to say something to me, I don't care how nice you were, you have to also open up the possibility that my reaction might not fit into the narrative the way that you thought it was going to play out. Like, we might end up fighting it. Also, well, with that <laughs> example, right, I also uh-huh. feel like Mary, you know, using that example, just to say, you already know if somebody don't fuck with you. Mm-hmm. That lady showed you time and time again that she don't care to speak to you. She don't, like, I'm not saying talk to somebody who is blatantly ignoring the fuck out you. And don't want to talk yeah. to you at all. Like they are showing you gr- grave signs that they don't give a fuck about the relationship either way it go. And you're conf- you speaking to them or con- you know confronting them or anything wasn't going to change shit for them. I think that's I'm also sure having a good judge of that, like really gauging that, like really know your audience. That's number one. Don't, you know, yeah. that's like, to me, like spilling your heart out to a nigga. They don't give a fuck. Like it's, it's he don't give a fuck. <laughs> but you, because it's not about the person. Yeah. I think that when people do that, you know, it makes, because me not talking to you makes you uncomfortable. Right. It doesn't make me uncomfortable. So you're like, oh, well, you know, it makes me uncomfortable. You want to keep talking about it, talking about it. And it's like, okay, well, let's have a conversation and you give the courage to say something and it turned out how you thought it would probably turn out. And you're like, oh, well, I was trying to be nice and they're nasty. But okay, they showed you. They didn't, mm-hmm. they could have took you or left. Like you said, they could take you or leave you. And you just have to learn to either just not be around it. them. Yeah. Not If it makes you uncomfortable, if you feel like the tension is high or whatever. To me, I don't, you know, I don't mind. Well, no, I do. I don't like to be uncomfortable. So if I feel like like certain people I know may make little comments, if I hear a little comment that you trying to throw a little passive aggressive jab at me, I don't want to be around you because I'm not playing that game. Like I don't, I'm not really good with the back and forth. I tell y'all that all the time. I'm not a good arguer at all. Like I'm just going to like be angry. And then it's like, okay, so well, what's up? Like, cause you, now you just, you just pushing my buttons for what? Um, but I can also ignore people and now I just know certain settings I choose not to, I would rather not to. Um, but I'm not going to sit here and have no conversations with nobody. If they show me, like you said, like, mm-hmm. that's a great example. A, like a nigga that don't give a fuck about me. Oh no, I'm not going to sit up here cause I need closure and want to know, well, why did you lie to me? I was just watching something, a TikTok, and God forgive me. Cause I swear I do have a heart, but certain things just make me mad. <laughs> and this girl was crying her eyes out, crying her eyes out. And she's like, 
I just don't understand why he's he was cheating on me and I did this and I did that. And I was looking at the TikTok and I'm like, she was like, when I asked him, and I'm like thinking, I'm yelling at my phone. I said, bitch, because he's a fucking liar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> you say, why did he do to me what I asked him not to do? I specifically asked you not to treat me this way and you did it anyway. And why would you do this? Because people are fucked up. Friendships too. Mm-hmm. People do fucked up shits. What if what if you have a confrontation with somebody, right? Like, you know, let's say this scenario. You confront somebody that you feel like intentionally did something to you. Maybe they underhand, I don't know, y'all work together and they they purposely went out their way to like uh go for this promotion that you were trying to get and they didn't tell you. You didn't find out until and they got it, right? And then you confront them about it and you like, you know, like, well, maybe you know, they, I don't know, maybe just don't try to, so a lot of people try to look at the positive in people and look at the nice things. Don't fucking sugarcoat what shit is. Some people don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like a lot of people are manipulative, like, and you will be thinking, well, I, and I've dealt with it where people are genuinely really manipulative. And I thought they really gave a fuck. And it's like, oh, you really don't give a fuck about it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, that's the point. Like, you just have to really lean on your own understanding. And like we said before, Mm -hmm. having the gift of discernment and everybody has it in them. Just understand and realize, like, too, every relationship don't need saving. That's number one. Mm -hmm. If it's somebody that you feel like we're just in a weird space right now, and I feel like we just have to get some things under control before it gets out of control. And these are things right. that are bothering me, you know? Right. I'm going to tell right. you that. I'm not going to dump every little... I hate when people do this. I hate when people bring back shit from, like, four years ago. Like, tell me the recent shit now, and I'm going to fix that shit. But if you tell me right. that some shit I did four years ago, I'm not that bitch from four years ago. I'm not that yeah. person. I, I can't say I wouldn't do that. I hate when people do that. I hate when people do that. I hate when people, because I just be feeling like, why, like, you don't, that's not fair to me. That's not fair to the person you're confronting, because to me, that feels like you just want to dump all this shit on me and just get it off your chest, because that'll make you feel better. What the fuck am I supposed to do with all of that now? Because that's where I feel. If it's out of context, yes. Most times it is. All over the place, and it's not like, okay, you did, you're doing this now and then you did this, the same shit then. And then even this time you did it then. And I'm bringing up, it's all the kind of in the same scenario. I'm bringing it. the fuck. But my thing is, if it's all over the place, the thing with that, that, just give me one example. Don't come Um, up with 12 of them. Cause why the fuck would you let me do that to you 12 times? I think that a lot of times, see, that's a whole nother discussion because a lot of people, like you said, don't like confrontation. And that's and the they feel key. like if they speak up, if they if they speak up, you know, it'll be they'll be met with some type of resistance. And that's another thing. People don't like confrontation. So when they finally do something, they come out of their they don't know how to actually confront anything. It just come off straight off emotion. And that's why I was saying like the healthy ways to confront people, you have to really understand it because you just want to, now you just want to like check that off my list. I'm feeling good. And you made the shit worse. Like that's Um, where you, you kind of like you ignore shit for so long and now you want everybody 
to you want to trauma dump and want everybody to move around after that however you want however you designed in your head how you see that shit to be fit like that's and when people do that it's kind of like to me it's like okay tell me tell me what's bothering you right now what was the straw that broke the camel's bed now if the person say okay i i don't i don't do that like they dismissing it be like well you know you have done it prior and they're like well give me an example then i say yeah go ahead and give them another example but don't don't spend twenty minutes giving example after example after example after example, because you then just being um, redundant. Give them example or two, and if they're still dismissing it. Extreme. It's just to me they don't give a fuck. You give. I don't. I just honestly, I just think that again, like I said before, I don't think you can tell somebody how to confront you. <laughs> like if I wanted, if that's the way I confront some shit, that's just who I am. Like yeah, and I then choose, I'm gonna walk away, and then you still not gonna and that's, confront. And that's your and that's your right. Like, but I feel like a lot of times what people don't realize is maybe certain things are avoided because you know that it would be met with high resistance, and you keep putting it off and putting it off, and then when it is brought up, it to, it can look a little um, what's the word I want to say? Like uh, a way to deflect from what my problem is because now it becomes about you and oh I'm mad that you even brought this up from back then and it's like well so ignore how I felt I don't care if I told you and it was something that happened two years ago it's not like I'm if I'm bringing it up today hopefully it wasn't we're we've been on great terms and then I just said out of nowhere hey so you know three years ago when we were at this party and you whatever embarrassed me or something like that I really didn't like that um, I will hope it wasn't brought up and normally it was brought up in a context where some other shit happened. And now it's like, you know what? A lot of times when you need a clean slate, cause that's when I do it. If I want a clean slate with you, let's throw all this shit the fuck out there. Cause I want you to do the same with me. Let me throw it all at you. So Here what's you your go. clean slate? So, is your clean slate, I want a clean slate and we can move forward with the friendship or is it, or the relationship or is it like a clean slate and I ain't, we ain't gonna never talk about again. I What's would never even have a conversation with you if I felt like I didn't want to talk to you again. It's it would so be no how point. Would you I would not waste that? my breath. Um, like I said, I'm normally a person that waits till something happens. It has to be something. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I told y'all just start therapy today now. But <laughs> um, <laughs> I, you know, it's normally I unfortunately am a person that um take little notes. I, I keep it in my head and I and I say that not intentionally, but when people offend you, I feel like everybody has a little mental note of when somebody offends you um, or does something that you might feel like, whoa, where did that come from? Um, and I just, you know, take a note, take a note. And unfortunately, it can come to uh, a height and where, you know, if I feel as though I'm being confronted about some shit like, you know, like you come confronting me about how I feel about something. I have to back up why I feel that way. Like I have to show, well, you know, cause it was also this time and don't, you know, but that's just me. And every scenario was different. Like I'll say this, my daughter's father, that's the ideal, what you're talking about. Now that motherfucker, I will bring up shit that has nothing to do with anything. Cause we haven't been together for years, but I will bring up shit some random time, something will trigger me when we talk it. And I'll be like, oh yeah, 
I think when he was here the other day, he said something about not knowing Spanish. And I said, he was talking to my daughter and I said, well, you like messing with Spanish girls. So I'm surprised you didn't learn the basics. Mm-hmm. And he just looked at me like, oh, here she go. I can't help that I do that. Like, I mean, you can. I gotta you learn. get there yet. <laughs> That's what I said. I gotta <laughs> learn. Saying, I gotta don't, learn. Don't put yourself here. You <laughs> didn't learn that yet. I didn't learn. That might be, no. you know, three years later. <laughs> you know, but that's where I say I get what you're understanding. That's where most people think. But what yeah. I'm saying is like, what is a healthy way to confront something? Because every confrontation shouldn't be me met with a loud drag out argument because honestly when you're arguing you don't hear shit the other person is saying so if you want to actually have a conversation it's give and it's take it's give and it's take and more and the more you avoid confrontation the more it's going to build up and build up and build up because that's what i'm saying you got all these examples of all of these things and how do how is that going to ever be healthy now if i say i have a few things i want to address and it's the way you you know you treat me or the way you dismiss how i feel or like you said you like to um embarrass me in public that's some shit that people really fucking do and i know it's a few people personally that don't have no fucking friends because they do shit like that and they have no idea. That's why these bitches don't want to hang out with you. Because you do that weird shit. So if somebody would have actually said, bitch, you keep doing this weird shit a long time ago, then maybe you have three friends or so. But it, it comes to a point where you have to say, you know, hey, this is what I want to talk about. And you have to, because you're getting this shit off your chest, you're not the one being attacked. You have to stay calm. Now, if you're being yeah. disrespected, then that gives you the sign like, okay, this is not worth me engaging any longer. It right. ain't shit about yeah, to no, fix it. That's not about to be fixed. And some things are unfixed. And it is. Like you, have and some, to, and yeah. like you said, that discernment stuff, you have to know, like, I'm sorry, it's certain things are hard news for me. If you are a person that I've called lying too many times... I'm not calling you out on that shit because you're a fucking liar. Mm-hmm. So, and I know you're, especially when I know oh, for a you're a liar. We're going to talk about that. That's going to be one of my crazy <laughs> stories, okay? Whenever oh, we oh, have right, some right. time, <laughs> I have some things to talk about. But, but those are the things you got to look at. It's bro. that, That's, and then it's also, I feel like some relationships run this course, and it's just, it is what it is. Sometimes true. you're holding on, like if somebody's a fucked up person in general, like, if you have no real redeeming qualities about them, if the shit was from 10 years ago when they were a good person, I don't see the point of confronting them about their behaviors. Right. Because that's some shit they got to take up with God and the therapist. That ain't shit you can do for them. And mm-hmm. that is what it is. I just think some of the tools for healthy confrontation is not, number one, stop avoiding confrontation. To stop going into right. things with just like stop planning shit out in your head, because you you're not right. God, you don't know how they're going to think. But if you know, like this is somebody that doesn't you know really respond well to criticism, just think of a way that it will work for both of you for you to come to them with the shit. Yeah. You know, get I I'll definitely feel like get yourself. But also you have to remember what were you there? What was your purpose of talking? You know what I mean? Like if your purpose was to say this, 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 why are you coming up with that and that and that? You know, 
And be very mindful about your circle, because to me, another hard um, no for me. I now I've learned now if you can't take criticism, that means to me you can't hold yourself accountable. Exactly. They go hand in hand I agree me. with that. And as if well. you can't, you, y'all need to look at that too. If somebody, if you feel like, oh, I know they don't take criticism well, then you need to move on because that means they will. You can never call them out on shit, and they've made you learn how to interact with them. Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck about you. They can do whatever they want to you. Mm-hmm. But when it's like, when it, when this roles is reversed and you hold, you know, call them out on something, you're not going to get the reaction you want. They're either going to be the victim or, you know, they're going to act like you're crazy or, you know, it's always going to be some type of deflecting. It's never going to be what the problem really is. So, right. you know, I agree. Well, guys, that's our show. So make sure you, um, Listen to us on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google. Um, follow us on Instagram at JSC Let It Glow and Twitter at Just Let It Glow. Also, we're on TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube at Just Let It Glow. You can subscribe there. And if you have any listener letters or stories that you want to share, please email us at justletitglowpod at gmail.com. Also, if you would like for us to do any ads for you or would you like to sponsor us you can also email us and send us an inquiry on at just let it glow pie at gmail.com so you know definitely do that so we you know yeah we can make yeah, some money and i ain't gotta live in the hood no more because y'all here with the <laughs> going on and we'll keep the ads will be fun too they will be fun yes and we're like, good trust you me yeah so uh-huh. definitely email us there and we hope you find your glow this week and enjoy the rest of oh yeah and it's black history month so black girls we're glowing all month period yeah and we have something fun in store um next week so you guys definitely tune in for yes we're gonna it's gonna be spicy (laughs) (laughs) i don't think y'all gonna want to miss this because we want to talk about my favorite subject but (laughs) very spicy (laughs) we'll see that but enjoy and stay safe